Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Acts chapter 27, Acts chapter 27. Now, there's no way I'm going, uh, for the sake of time, be able to read to you the entire chapter. So my request, your homework assignment would be that you would read the entire chapter of Acts 27 this afternoon or sometime this week because it will bring a great blessing uh, to you. It will bring a great blessing to you. I hope you have your Bibles. If not, I'll have the words on the screen as well. The title of my message today really ties into what you see here on the stage, but mainly that the title would be The Anchor of Hope. And how many of you know that the anchor of hope for our life as Christians is Jesus Christ? Amen. He's our anchor of hope. So I want to just talk to you this morning here a little bit from this powerful uh, account here from the Scriptures in Acts 27. Now let me just kind of give you a backdrop here. The Apostle Paul, great man of God, a man full of the Holy Spirit, who uh, lived his life uh, taking advantage of the divine opportunities that God opened up for him. And many times Paul was on different journeys living for Jesus and doing great things for God. He was planting churches and he was uh, a blessing to the other Christians and, brother, and br- uh, brothers and sisters all throughout different parts of the world there. The Apostle Paul, though, later on in his life, he, he's, he's on his way to Rome. He's been arrested for uh, a crime he didn't commit, uh, false accusations against him, but he appeals uh, to Caesar and he, he requests a trial to stand before uh, him in Rome. So the Apostle Paul here in Acts 27, he's now, along with many others, they're on a ship, a ship that's full of prisoners, and Paul is there with them, and they're on their way to Rome, and Paul's there, he's headed there to stand trial. But while they're en route to Rome, uh, they're they're there together on this boat. They encounter a a raging storm along the way. Now in Acts chapter uh, 27 uh, is really an account, if you read later on or you read in the book of Corinthians, Paul gives you a testimony of all the different things that he went through in his life. Uh, He talks about being hungry. He talks about being without clothes. He talks about going through hardships and troubles. He talks about many times when he was traveling by boat that that he was shipwrecked. And this in Acts 27 is recording uh, this time when Paul found himself in a shipwreck. And in verse 15, I pick up to you, and I'm going to read to you a few verses here. It says that the ship was caught by the storm and could not head into the wind. So we gave way to it and were driven alone. We passed to the lee of a small island called Cauda, where we hardly were able to make the lifeboat secure. When the men had hoisted it aboard, they passed ropes under the ship itself to hold it together. Fearing that they would run aground on the sandbars of Syrtis, they lowered the sea anchor and let the ship be driven alone. 
We took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw their cargo overboard. On the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. Verse 20. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. After the men had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. In other words, Paul was telling them, I told you so. I told you so. Have you ever had anybody tell you, I've told you so? Amen. Verse 22. But now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night an angel of the God whose I am and whom I serve stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will, be, it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. And on the 14th night, we were still being driven across the Adriatic Sea when about midnight, the sailors sensed they were approaching land. They took soundings and found that the water was 120 feet deep. And a short time later, they took soundings again and found that it was 90 feet deep. Verse 29, here it is. Fearing that we would be dashed against the rocks, they dropped four anchors. Say four anchors. They dropped four anchors from the stern, and they prayed for daylight. Father God, thank you for your word. God, we know your word will not return void. We pray, God, that you would just anoint this time. I pray, God, that you would anoint my voice, please. Touch me, God, and help me to get through this message. I pray, God, as your anointing flows, that you would touch the ears and the hearts of everyone here and even those that are watching by the live stream. God, that you would bless them and let this be a fruitful time together in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I really want to take two passages from those that I just read to you and share some things I hope that will bring encouragement to all of us today. The very first passage I want to share to you is verse 20. It says in verse 20 that neither the sun nor the stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging until we finally gave up all hope of being saved. That was their testimony. And can I tell you this morning that it's only a matter of time before that's probably going to be your testimony too. I tell you this morning, it's only a matter of time before you go through a raging storm that will cause you to want to give up hope in life. I don't care who you are. Listen, it's just a matter of time. You may have walked through the doors this morning and you may be in that raging storm that's going on that's caused you to want to lose hope. Or you may be here today and you've just come out of one of those storms and you're like, thank you Jesus. Or you may be here and you don't realize it yet but you may be headed into one of those raging storms. But regardless, as listen, sooner or later we all encounter those raging storms in our life that will cause us to want to lose hope can I get an amen Amen. You, you may have walked through the doors this morning 
and you may have given up all hope that that loved one that you've been praying for to be saved it might be a son or a daughter it might be a spouse it may be a friend you've been praying for them and praying for them and trusting the Lord to save them and it seems like there's there's no change there's no turnaround it's like I don't see anything happening and you feel like just giving up all hope because you're wondering if they're ever going to give their life to Jesus You, you may be here this morning and you've given up all hope because uh, you, you feel like you're never going to be healed in your life. You may have given up all hope because you feel like there's a, a, a missing opportunity for a breakthrough in your life. You may have given up all hope because uh, of not being set free from a bondage or a stronghold that you feel like still has part of your life and controls you. You may have given up all hope uh, of on being set free from that. You may have given up all hope on your marriage. It just seems like it, nothing... Uh, there's no love there no more. It just feels like there's a, 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 just the a troubles every time you turn around. Can I tell you this morning, people all over the world today have given up all hope because people are facing all kinds of different raging storms in their life. So what is the key? What, what, is, what is the key to surviving those raging storms? What is the key to making it through those raging storms? The key to making it through those raging storms is to make sure that you're anchored in life. To make sure you're anchored in life. Not just anchored to anything, but you're anchored to Jesus Christ. He's the only anchor that can, that can get you through to the other side. He's the only anchor that's going to help you survive that storm. He's the anchor. And without him as our anchor, we face some very dangerous things in our life because the anchor has a purpose. The anchor keeps the the ship from drifting. And friend, if you're not anchored in Jesus Christ, especially in the day we live in, hello, listen to me. If you're not anchored in Christ Jesus in the day that we live in, I don't care who you are, you're going to slowly drift away from God and you're going to find yourself in some dangerous territory. All right, now that's a good place to say amen. God help us to stay anchored in Christ Jesus. The key, the key to surviving, the key to having hope is to make sure that we're anchored in Christ Jesus. Your life needs to be anchored in Christ Jesus. Listen to me. If you're here online, uh, on campus or online, your life needs to be anchored in Christ Jesus. You need to know that you're saved. You need to know that your sins are forgiven. You need to know that heaven is in your future and you're on the way there. Listen, you need to make sure your life is anchored in Jesus. If you're lost this morning, you need to take time today to anchor in Jesus and surrender to him. You need to make sure your life is anchored in Jesus. You need to make sure your marriage is anchored in Jesus. Boy, I could, I could spend a lot of time there just through my own testimony. You, you need to make sure your family is anchored in Jesus. You need to make sure your future is anchored in Jesus. You need to make sure your hopes and your dreams and your plans are all anchored in Jesus. Make sure you're anchored in the only one that can help you survive and get through those storms that you face in life. His name is Jesus. In verse 29... I pick up here and it says in verse 29 that they dropped four anchors they dropped four anchors and I want to share with you uh, this morning briefly about four anchors four anchors that you can drop in your life that will help you survive any storm and that will keep you from drifting away from God especially when your world gets flipped upside down by storms so here's the four anchors here's number one right here the number one anchor is you need to anchor to God's presence. 
You need to anchor yourself to God's presence. I'm just walking through this passage here. In verse 23, the Bible says that Paul came up out of the belly of that boat and he stood up on that deck there and he began to declare in verse 23. He said, men, last night an angel of God whose I am and whom I serve stood beside me. You know what Paul was doing in the midst of the raging storm going on around him? You know what he was doing? He was dropping the anchor of God's presence. He was dropping the anchor of God's presence. He was reminding himself, he was reminding everyone that was on that boat that when you're going through the raging storms of life, what you need to do is you need to drop the anchor of God's presence. You need to anchor yourself to the presence of God. And that's what Paul was doing he was, he, was, he was anchored to the presence of God because he knew that God was with him and that he was not alone. And what's fascinating to me is that everyone on that ship, they were in fear. They were in panic. And here we got Paul. Everyone else is in panic, and here we have Paul. And Paul has this supernatural peace. He has this supernatural courage. And the reason that he had it was because he knew that he was anchored to the presence of God. And you may be here today and you're in panic mode. You may be here and you're in panic mode and you feel like uh, things are sinking in your life. You feel like that probably what you're going through and what you're facing, it's all over for you. You feel like it's a hopeless situation for you. Can I just encourage you this morning? I want to encourage you that no matter how you feel, your feelings are never going to change the truth that God is always with you. His presence is always with you. I don't care how you feel. The Bible says that God is with you. And the Bible says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. The Lord said this in Isaiah 41.10. He says, do not fear for I am with you. I am with you. Don't be dismayed. Why? Because I'm with you. Don't Listen, don't be weak but be strong. Why? Because I'm with you. I'm going to help you. How are you going to help me? Because I'm with you. He's going to uphold you with his righteous right hand. How's he going to do that? Because he's with me. Listen, when I'm in the storm and everything around me seems to be dark and it feels like this, that I'm not going to make it to the other side, I have to, listen, in any storm in my life, I have to be anchored to the presence of God. And I got more good news for you today. Whoever you are, follower of Christ, you, you, listen, I don't care what you go through in your life. I don't care what it is. We've, we've heard testimonies from this pulpit of people that have been in some low places and we've seen God bring them out of it to a, another place in the presence of God where they've grown so much and we've seen God do miracles. But I'm here to tell you, friend, I don't care what it is that you have going on in your life today. You're never going to be alone going through it. You're never going to be alone going through it. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you're never going to be alone. You may feel alone, but you're never going to be alone because Jesus is going to be with you. He's going to be with you on every step. He's going to be with you at every turn. Jesus is going to be with you in every valley. He's going to be with you in every mountain. He's going to be with you at every crossroad. He's going to be with you at every detour. He's going to be with you at every storm. He's going to be with you in every battle. I don't care where you go. He's going to be right there with you you and he's going to be strengthening you he's going to be helping you he's going to bring you through it hallelujah as long as you anchor yourself to the presence of God to the presence of God we never walk alone and I don't know about you but if I'm going through a storm if I'm going through a storm and I'm in panic mode I want to be anchored to the presence of God how about you I want to be anchored to the presence of God anchor number two 
Y'all are counting them down, aren't you? I know you are. Anchor number two, the anchor of God's promises. In verse 25, the Bible says that Paul, he, he stood up there before those men and he said, men, take heart. He said, take heart. And I love what he says next. He says, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have been told. He stood up and he says, I have faith in God. This is what God has said, and I'm going to trust in the word of God. I'm going to trust in the promise of God. Paul was anchored in God's promises. And we, we should live our lives. Listen, if you're in a storm today, you need to make sure that you're anchored to the promises of God. Anchored to the promises of God when the lights go out in your life. Anchored to the promises of God when you feel like all hope is gone. Anchor to the promises of God when, when you feel like you're sinking in despair. Anchor to the promises of God when you feel like that boat and everything's kind of broken into pieces now and you feel like everything's kind of falling apart in your life. Let me tell you something, friend. If that's you this morning and you feel like everything's crumbling around you, that's the place that you need to anchor to the promises of God. Anchor to the promises of God. When you, when you start to doubt that God is with you, anchor to the promises of God. When you start to feel fear creeping in and trying to take over your life, I want you to anchor to the promises of God. When you feel like giving up because you've had about all you can take, you need to anchor to the promises of God. Anchor to the promise of God that he's for you and not against you. Anchor to the promise of God that, listen, God is on your side and you will not be shaken. Answer to the promise of God that God is able to do far more than we can ever even ask or imagine. Anchor to the promise of God that his mercies are new every morning. Anchor to the promise of God that weeping may endure for the night, but joy will come in the morning anchor to the promises of God hallelujah hallelujah God help us when we're going through those raging storms in life that we anchor to the promises of God we need to be like Paul we need to be like Paul and he says I'm going to have faith in God I'm going to have faith in God I'm going to anchor myself to the promises of God I'm going to stand on the promises of God I'm going to trust God I'm not going to put my faith in man because man is going to let me down I'm not going to put my faith in the circumstances that are going on around me because that's not what God wants me to do God wants me to stay anchored in his promises and he will bring me through to the other side God help us God help us to anchor to God's promises. And then anchor number three is the anchor of God's plan. This one here gets a little tough sometimes. But in verse 24, God said to Paul, he says, Paul, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid because you must stand trial before Caesar in Rome. Listen, before Paul ever even got on that ship, God already had a plan to get him there. You can read it in earlier chapters that, the, that the, it was already stated that God had a plan to get Paul to Rome. But sometimes things happen along the way on that journey as we walk out God's plan and purpose for our life and it may not go exactly like we want it to go. Can I get an amen there? Amen. But we have to anchor ourselves. Paul had great peace even in the storm because he had anchored himself knowing that God had a plan and God had a purpose for his life and my goodness this man went through so much difficult situations and 
and went through so many disappointments in his life and he went through so many dark times in his life but listen even when he encountered those times he still had a hope about him he never gave up he kept trusting in God and it was because he was anchored in God's plan for his life Lord I'm here I'm, I'm, I'm surrendered to you I'm going to live for you I'm going to follow you you've placed a call over my life I'm going to walk out the plan that you have for me listen it may not go the way I like it there's going to be some things that are going to hurt it's not going to feel good but God I know you have the best interest for me in mind and I'm going to anchor myself that you have a plan God and that you're working it out and you're working it out for your good so God I'm, going, I'm here here I am here I am and despite the storms and despite if the lights go out in life I'm still going to anchor myself knowing that you're working out your plan and your purposes and here's the deal I want you please to hear me on this because people have so many questions about why things happen to us if I'm walking in God's plan and if I'm walking in God's purpose then why in the world are these things happening to me why am I going through a storm why am I going through a battle well, I want to just tell you this right here. I wish I had all the answers for you. But I will tell you this, and Paul made this statement in Corinthians. He says, as long as you live on this side of heaven, you're only going to know things in part. You're only going to know things in part. And what that means is you're going to live on this side of heaven and you're going to live your life and you're never going to have, you're never going to have a full understanding of why things happen. All you're going to know is things that are in part. You're going to see pieces of this and pieces of that. But there's going to come a day, friend, when we get to the other side and, and you're going to see that God was working. He was for you, not against you. And God's plan and God's purpose was being fulfilled over your life. And all we can do, even in the storms that rage around us, all we can do during that time, when life makes no sense at all, when we get hit with those unexpected events and it makes no sense at all, all we can do is anchor ourselves to the promises of God. All we can do. Anchor yourself this morning. Listen, anchor yourself to Romans 8.28. That we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose or his plan. Listen, anchor yourself knowing that God's doing something in my life and it may not feel good, but I know God can take all things and he can work them out for his good and for his glory because that's God's plan and God's working it out in my life. And Paul knew that. Paul knew it. And he anchored himself to God's plan. And that's why he was able to continue moving on. And I want to just encourage all of you this morning. I want to encourage you that no matter what you're going through, you can ride it out as long as you're anchored to Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Oh, I bet there's some testimonies in here today of people who have had to ride out some rough times, but they made it because they were anchored knowing that God has a plan. Listen. You're going through a raging storm today. I know that God, you got to know today that God has a divine plan that he's working on. You may not like what's going on and it may not feel good, but I'm here to tell you, just keep trusting and anchoring yourself that God has a plan for your life. And the final anchor, anchor number four, is the anchor of God's power. I didn't read this verse to you because you find it later on in the chapter, but when you do your homework, you'll read it. It was amazing. The, the ship has been destroyed. The boat has been destroyed, just like God said it was going to be. They're going to, they're going to lose the boat. They lost the cargo. They lost everything. 
And there's the boat destroyed. And some that could swim, they made it to shore. They made it to safety. And the ones that couldn't, the Bible says that they, they started grabbing uh, the planks off of the ship and they used them like a, like a surfboard or a boogie board and they made their way to safety. But here's what it says in verse 44. In this way, everyone reached land in safety. Every, everyone made it. Everyone on the boat, just like God said, they survived it. They survived the crash. They made it to safety. They survived the crash, and the reason they did is because they were anchored to the power of God. Paul was anchored to the power of God. And friend, let me just tell you this morning, I don't know what it is that you may be going through, but you're going to survive. You're going to make it. You're going to survive the crash. You're going to make it to the other side as long as you're anchored to the power of God. God help us to stay anchored to his power. And I just tell you this morning that the God we serve is an all-powerful God. And he's strong and he's mighty and with him all things are possible. The Bible says with him nothing is too hard. God has the power to bring you through your situation. God has the power to bring you through your storm. God has the power to rescue you. God has the power to turn your darkness into light. God has the power to set you free from the things that have been eating away at you on the inside. God has the power to give you a new beginning in life. God has the power to give you a courage and a boldness when everyone else is running in panic, when everyone else is living in fear. God will give you a courage and a boldness to stand up and to declare it's what God has said. I'm anchored to Him and I'm believing in the power of God. God will do it. He'll give you the power to do that. And I just want to encourage you that today. It, it, listen, if you're, if you're going through a situation, going through a storm, anchor, anchor yourself in the power of God. When you're anchoring yourself in the power of God, you're anchoring yourself in Jesus, who's the way maker. You're anchoring yourself in Jesus, who's the miracle worker. You're anchoring yourself in Jesus, who's the promise keeper. The question is this morning, are you anchored in him? Are you anchored in Christ Jesus? Because he's the one that can make a way Friend, he's the one that can bring you through. Listen, I, I just really feel like this is something I need to reiterate. You, you're going to make it. Please hear me. Your, your family, you, you're going to make it. Your, your marriage, you're going to make it. You've been struggling, you're going to make it. You feel like giving up, you're going to make it. You're going to, you're going to survive. I know it's been a crash. I know there's been some damage. I know there's been some loss. I know there's been some brokenness. But listen, whatever you do, anchor yourself to Jesus and you're going to make it. 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 Don't give up. And you will make it with the Lord's help. Pastor Kevin, if you will please come, sir, and play that keyboard. And... I won't tell them I got four more points to get to. I do, but they're really, they're really quick. When you're in a storm, drop four anchors. When, when you're going through some things and it looks like the lights are out and you've lost all hope and you want to give up, drop four anchors. Drop four anchors. Anchor, an, let, drop the anchor in your life to God's presence. Anchor yourself to His presence. Anchor yourself to His promises. Anchor yourself to God's plan. 
I'm only going to know in part now, but I know that God has a plan. And then anchor yourself to the power of God. Because when you drop those four anchors, there's something that is truly amazing that's going to happen in your life. And I'm going to just share them real quick, and we're going to pray. When you drop those four anchors, I want you to look what happens to Paul. It can happen to you. Encouragement came to him. When you start to read the beginning of that chapter, it says everybody was in despair. But then you read about Paul coming out with courage. Paul, Paul was encouraged. He was in, when he dropped those four anchors, he went from being discouraged to having courage. He went to having encouragement in his life. Why was he encouraged? He was encouraged because he knew that the Lord was with him. He was encouraged because he knew that the Lord Jesus Christ is greater than any storm that he would ever go through in his life. He was encouraged knowing that Jesus is greater than the loss. He was encouraged knowing that Jesus is greater than the brokenness in his life. He was encouraged knowing that Jesus is greater than the pain that he was feeling. He was encouraged. And friend, we need encouragement today. People need encouragement. And it comes to us when we drop these four anchors. So drop those anchors today if you need encouragement. The second thing that happened was he received a strong faith. He received a strong faith. I love it, man. I just love when I can just kind of picture him coming out. I mentioned, I wish this wood box here was cardboard. Though. I wish it'd hold me. But it won't hold me. I'm going to tell you that. I'm 217 heavy. He come up out of that boat and he stood up there on that deck there and he declared... I have faith in God. I have faith in God. I'm trusting God. He had a strong faith. And because he had a strong faith and declared that God was able, he says, listen, we're going to make it. He declared that we're going to survive. And because he declared that, he was anchored to Jesus. And because he was anchored to Jesus, it fed his faith instead of feeding his fear. How many of you know when you anchor yourself to Jesus, when you anchor yourself to Jesus, it'll feed your faith and not your fear. And we're living in a day-to-day where people need to be anchored to Jesus so they'll be fed faith and not fed fear. So he had a stronger faith. And then the, the next thing I want you to see is he had a new attitude. He had a new attitude. He appears to be sinking in despair just like everyone else on the boat. But if you read later on after you do your homework, you're going you're to find something amazing that you're going to see in the Scriptures. Man, it's powerful. He comes up and he lifts his hands up. He lifts his hands up in the middle of the loss and the brokenness and in the midst of everything, the raging sea around him. He lifts his hands up and he begins to give thanks to God. Man, what? In the brokenness? In the hurt, in the loss, in all this mess, you want me to lift my hands up and praise the Lord? Yes! Paul lifted his hands up and he gave thanks to God because why? He had an attitude of gratitude. And I don't want you to look at nobody right now, but there could be some people in here today and you need a new attitude. You need a new outlook on life. I know so many people right now, and I'm serious when I say this, I know so many people who feel like they want to give up on all hope and the reason why is they're not anchored to Jesus. You know what they're anchored to? They're always anchored to negativity. They're, they're anchored to negativity. They're, they're, always, they're always negative. They're always complaining. 
And that's what they're anchored to in their life. And they're, they're, they're ranting and raving instead of rejoicing in who God is. They're, they're, they're whining instead of worshiping and giving the Lord praise for He's worthy. They're always pouting instead of praising God for His faithfulness. Listen, if you want your attitude in life to be changed, you need to anchor it to Jesus Christ. And He'll give you a new attitude. And He'll give you a new outlook. So I pray the Lord speak to you. And the last thing I want you to see here is that when you've dropped all four anchors, you're going to be a blessing to other people. How many of you want to be a blessing to other people? Now, that kind of talk there don't make sense in the world today because it's all about me and all about what I can get and what I can do. But as Christians, we should always be looking to be a blessing to other people. And Paul was a blessing to everyone on that boat because he was anchored in Jesus. His trust in the Lord, this is what really just, this got a hold of me right here. This one man who, who dropped all four anchors in his life, he, this one man, he secured all the blessings for everybody on the boat. This one man, he was a blessing to everybody on the boat. He secured the blessing and the safety for everybody on the boat. God, listen friend, God can use you to be a blessing to other people. Paul's courage was a blessing and his words were a blessing. And so I want to leave you with this, his words. He, he, he said, have faith. And I ask you this question, how about your words? Are they blessing other people? Are your words blessing other people? Are your words bringing people down? Or are your words bringing people up? Paul's words were bringing people up. He was anchored to Jesus and he was using his mouth to spread encouragement and hope instead of fear and discouragement. I wonder, I wonder what our mouths are spreading today as we go through storms. I, I pray that we're building people up with our words and not, and not uh, tearing them down and trying to bury them with our words. But God help us to be a blessing with our words. Would you stand with me please? I want to leave you with this remark right here because it is so vital. We, we are living in a day. If we, listen, friend, I'm just telling you, I, just turn on the news for two minutes if you can take it. Turn it on for two minutes if you can take it. If there's ever been a day that you need to be anchored to Jesus, it's the day that we're living in right now. I, I'm not trying, I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. If there's ever been a time that you need to be anchored in the, in the presence of God, the promises of God, the plan of God, the power of God, it's the day, it's the day that we're living. I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm warning you, please. It's vital that you anchor to Jesus because if you don't anchor to Him, you're going to drift and you're going to drift away. And I don't want to see anybody drift away. I want to see everybody anchored in Christ Jesus. And if you're here today or online and you don't know the Lord as your Savior, can I tell you right now that you need to anchor yourself to Christ before it's too late? Stop playing the games. Stop playing church. And it's time to anchor yourself to Christ. And what I mean by that is that you come to the cross of Christ 
Listen, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Everybody has. We've all sinned. But Jesus, because he loved us so much, he died on the cross at Calvary. He gave him, he took our place. We deserved that. You understand that, right? It was a substitutionary death. We deserved everything that he went through. But he did it for us. He, he died for us. And they laid him in a grave. And three days later, he was raised back to life. He's alive today. And because he lives, we can live forever in a place called heaven. Friend, that's a great promise. And you need salvation because without Jesus, there's no heaven. And there's a place called hell that will be in your future. And I say that, but I say it with compassion because I want everyone to be saved. Don't you? So if you're here this morning, and you're not sure if heaven is in your future. You're not sure if you're saved and on your way to heaven. I want you to make that commitment to Christ today so you can anchor yourself to Him and watch Him change your life. Would you bow your heads? Nobody looking around, please. Just bow your heads. Close your eyes. Thank you for doing that. Lord, you know the hearts of everyone here. And ultimately, it comes down between them and you, Lord. I'm just your messenger today. And I encourage, Lord, anyone that is not sure of their salvation, not sure if they're saved, not sure if heaven is in their future, that they would anchor themselves to you right now, Jesus, by repenting of their sins and placing their trust in you, Jesus, in the work of the cross and the power of your resurrection. So, friend, if you're here or either online one, nobody looking around, you'd be on, you, you would be honest enough right now and say, Preacher, would you please pray for me? I'm not sure heaven's in my future and I want you to pray for me. Would you lift your hand right now and say, that's me? Would you be brave enough? Would you be brave enough to say, that's me? Praise God. Praise God. Amen. I want you to listen to me. If you're here this morning and you need encouragement and and you need faith to believe God for some greater things, and you feel like that you need a new attitude, a new outlook on life, and, and you want to be a blessing to others. If that's you, would you just lift your hand right now and say, that's me? Come on, would you, would you hold them up? Would you just keep them up? Would you keep them up? I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray right now, Lord, that you would encourage people. Lord, I pray for encouragement to fill the hearts of your people. God, as they, as they face raging storms in their life, I pray, Lord, that you would encourage them. I pray, Lord, that you would give them a strong faith to believe you, God, for great things. God, give them, give them Lord, a new outlook on life right now. Give them a new attitude about life right now. Lord, I pray that they would be a blessing, God. Let this church be a blessing to our community. Let us be a blessing to our families. Let us be a blessing to our friends. Let us be a blessing around this world, God. I pray right now, Lord, that you would do that, God. And as we drop those anchors, we're thanking you right now for your presence. We thank you for your promises. We thank you for your plan. And God, we thank you for your power. And so we just ask you to work right now out your good, perfect, and pleasing will in each and every one of us. We ask it in Jesus' name and for his glory.